Hey, hey, Cherry Go Lightly here. Welcome to a brand new chapter of Still I Rise. Many of you have been with me since the very beginning. I want to say thank you, and I love you all. Thank you guys for all the support and all the love. It's been two years, and we made it. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you know my story and you know my deal. I'm a single mom with two boys who has overcome narcissistic abuse. The new version of myself has emerged, and I'm excited to share my journey of self-love and self-rediscovery with you all in hopes that I may inspire and or empower those who may need an extra push for motivation or those that are in a rut. I am here to help you regain your confidence and take back your power so you can just grab your water or tea, your favorite drink, and let's talk. I can't wait to share this new chapter with you. Good evening, guys, and happy Sunday, even though it's coming to an end very shortly, because in a few hours, it's about to be Monday, and we're about to enter that mundane (laughs) life as we enter the week. Well, you know, I want to say I'm grateful for having the ability to go through these weeks, because that means I have a job that, you know allows me to provide for my children and my family and myself. So, you know, that's always some silver lining to things, right? I hope you all had a fabulous weekend, you know. Uh, There's a few things I want to share with you guys tonight. Um, There's a few things that have happened and, you know, I hope that For those of you that are still going through some heartache or some going, you know, or going through some challenges, I hope that this episode can bring some light into your, you know, your world right now. Because we are going and living during some really challenging times. So um, before I jabber on let's get a quick word from our sponsors and i will return to you guys in just a moment so welcome welcome back again i hope you guys enjoyed your weekend just to share with you guys what um you know happened in my weekend it was very nice i actually had quite a few things just to kind of take a few steps back i had quite a few things that occurred early on during the week and you know if you guys remember my previous episode I talked about how to stay grounded before you get completely depressed well you know all of that that occurred the previous weekend I believe actually got me prepared for what happened early on during last week And to share with you guys, um, as those of you know who have been with me since day one, you guys know that I went through a very ugly divorce and things like that. And if not, you know, just to give you guys a quick rundown, I won't go in depth with it. But, you know, um, my children's father is not really involved. He's kind of involved when he feels like it. Or when he's not incarcerated or, you know, um, under the influence. Uh, So I will probably say if we were to rate it between a one 
1 through 10, I would say he's probably at a 1, um, you know, to not really bash him all too much. But um, the last encounter I had with him was not so great. Uh, it, it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't very great because he actually, as I mentioned in my last few episodes got incarcerated and then he was let out and um you know for me I personally am very guarded with my boundaries I set my boundaries you know I'm very firm with my boundaries especially since it took me a while to get where I am today as far as you know, having the self-confidence enough to, you know, know when it is not okay to be treated like crap or to know when I'm being taken advantage of. You know, I have intentions throughout the day and if I feel that somebody is going to invade my space and, how do I say this, and either cause a distraction or will take away from what my responsibilities are, then I will cut that very quickly. Prior to going through this journey, I never really had the strength to do that because I was very passive. I was very codependent. And, you know, um, it took a while for me to look at things very differently and value myself and my children more to be able to put my foot down and say, nope, absolutely not, not doing that. So long story short, their father contacts me through, um, you know, an instant messenger and is asking me for assistance. Uh, And, you know, this may sound not so great of me, But I want to just tell you guys, look, we have been officially divorced for two years. And the way I see it is I am not obligated to assist him. Because after all, I am the one that is caring for the children on my own. And there's no really I'm not obligated to him to help him Um, now if it were something along the lines of he needed something to get my child and needed help with that then maybe but even then you know I I guess you could say I've grown kind of callous towards that and it's not so much that I'm trying to be spiteful but you know for me personally if somebody has ever burnt me I am, excuse me, (coughs) excuse me, Um, if anybody has ever burnt me, I'm so sorry, I did not mean to sneeze while recording, but um, if somebody, and I do apologize in advance for the background noise, as you guys all know, you know, this is just how Miss Cherry Golightly rolls, I have my children in the back. And it's never really quiet here. So I do apologize for the background noise. Um, But as I was saying, I'm not trying to be a spiteful person. But, you know, I have to be very careful that I do not get taken advantage of. And I do not put myself in a place that I cannot get out of. And 
a lot of us, after leaving a relationship like this, we have such a difficult time putting our foot down because we're afraid of that person and how they're going to react to us and what they're going to say to us. And I will tell you guys, that's how I was with my ex-husband. I would say certain things and I would be like, oh, or I'd want to say certain things, but I wouldn't say it because I didn't have the strength or the, excuse my language, the balls to say it because I was afraid of him and I was afraid of what he would do. This was in the beginning because I was afraid of how he would react or I was afraid of like, you know, whether or not he would be vindictive and try to um, retaliate. I was afraid of that. So now, you know, for the past two years, I have been the one taking care of my children and, you know, I've gained the confidence and I know that no matter what, I will always have the capability of taking care of my children. I know that I have the capabilities of protecting them. Um, And, you know, if there's anything that I do not question, I never question the type of mom that I am. I totally know that I'm, I know that I put my heart and soul into being a good mom. You know, as far as not just providing, but, giving my children the best training I possibly can. Uh, I look at it as my time here on earth is very limited. So I have to train these boys to be able to function without their mom when that time comes. Uh, Because there are certain things that, you know, I never really did learn as a a woman because uh, my, my dad did most of it and you know when I was married my ex-husband did a lot of it and so when I moved out and for those of you that are in this um, stage where you're moving out you're afraid you think that you're not able to do things on your own you're absolutely wrong you totally can you can totally prove yourself wrong and there are certain things that you are going to be doing that you never in a million years believe that you were capable of doing And if somebody like me can do it, oh, goodness, you are going to fly, honey. And you are going to outdo me. Trust me. But I, you know, I knew that whenever, now I know that whenever he says things to me, I do not feel intimidated. As a matter of fact, things that he says to me, um, you know, I used to be affected by the gaslighting and now no more I actually I am on TikTok I'm under Nurse Cherry R if you ever want to follow me there was a skit and it was about gaslighting and it's one of those put a finger down ifs and let me tell you guys every single one that was mentioned whether it was things like you don't think you're good enough you're constantly apologizing you're you know um you're blaming yourself, you don't like yourself, you don't think you're good enough, all of those things, I no longer feel that way about myself. Because when you break free from that, and it will get to a point where you've had it, 
and you decide that you just need to go out on your own because you'd rather be on your own and struggle than deal with such a toxic, you know, environment. It's very liberating. It's the best feeling when you start accomplishing goals and hitting milestones. So if you are in that predicament right now and you were contemplating whether or not you should leave because you can't handle it on your own, let me tell you, I have been there. I was afraid that I was not able to handle things on my own. I did get a little bit of help, but most of the time, or actually mostly, not most of the time, I mean, I want to say probably... 95% of it was my efforts and it was hard. There were times where I wanted to break down and cry. There were times where I did cry and there were times where I would just, you know, but I knew I couldn't give up because I had two little people after me, like after me. Um, I'm sorry. I had two little people that were counting on me, so I could not give up. You don't have a choice. You know, um, there were times where I got sad in the beginning of all of this and I wish that my life wasn't this way but you know that was very short-lived because everything started to unfold for me and even after a year I had my struggles um, but I will say this my friends every year gets better and better and you get stronger and happier and you know there are times where you might hit you know a wall of depression but it's okay you know Um, I'm going to talk to you guys about certain things that have helped me out. So just to kind of, you know, um, going back to what happened, it was very bad. You know, um, their father did not want to take any accountability for things that happened. Um, You know, basically, he said that everything was my fault. And then I said, okay, well, you're not taking any accountability. He then turns around and says, I never said that. I never said that everything was my fault, but you think you're an angel. Now, when you're having a conversation like that, you're basically just ramming your head into a wall. You know, if you continue to partake in that conversation, you're ramming your head into a brick wall, expecting You know, if you're expecting to get anything out of that conversation, just imagine ramming your head into a brick wall and ask yourself if you're going to be able to make an entrance. You're not. You're just going to get a headache. So just stop. You know, so after I heard that, I said, you know what? That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Um... You know, it's very sad that my children have to suffer. Um, You know, it's like I have people on my side of the family that are telling me that I need to have and allow my children to have a relationship with their father, which I completely agree. Now, if this was like a normal divorce and he was holding everything down as far as holding down a job and you know, taking care of things as he should, being a regular person that doesn't get in trouble with the law and doesn't do drugs, then yes, that would be great, you know. But I have certain stipulations that I have to, you know, have him follow in order for that to happen. And you cannot blame me. People can't blame me. I have it as court orders. They have to be supervised. Now, the only thing that I've actually um, been lenient with is provided he's around my mom, 
you know, then he can go ahead and, you know, and visit with them. Well, even with that, it's like he has not called them. You know, he shows up or not shows up. He actually will like just, you know, contact him, contact them whenever he feels like it. Like he recently got out of jail and it took him like a few days to contact me. But instead of contacting them, he contacts me. And it's like, why are you arguing with me? Contact your boys. I have nothing to do with you. Contact your boys. They want to talk to you. Um, When my youngest turned 10, he didn't even bother to call. He was incarcerated. And he told me that he was counting the days while he was in jail. But it's like, okay, if that was the case, why didn't you contact him when you got out? You know, if there's a will, there's a way. People just have so many excuses. And I'll say this. I get frustrated with that, but it's a perfect reminder of how not to be. Whenever I have to deal with these things, it makes me check myself even more because I'm like, wow, that is such an ugly trait to have. It's such an ugly trait to have. I need to make sure that I do not do that. And there were things that I'm, I've caught myself doing that I'm like, ooh, I got to stop that, you know. And... um You know, it's honestly really having self-accountability and, you know, really getting, having that self-awareness, getting to know yourself. Um, I know this is easier said than done, but, you know, do what you can to get to know yourself. Like, for example, you know, don't say that you're okay when you're not because it's like you're only fooling, uh, you may be fooling other people, but you're not fooling yourself. So if you're not okay, you have to accept the fact that you're not okay. And that's when we try to look for the stem of the problem and try to solve it. So that way you no longer have to get triggered. And, you know, and then you get, you know, taken back, you know, to that depressive state. Instead of moving forward, you take three steps back. You got to really, you know, look and get to know yourself. Know what triggers you. Accept it or make peace with it. Whatever you have to do. Whatever you feel would be good. And then do it. And I promise you things will get better. So with that being said, I might have fallen weak. And I actually told my ex a few things. You know, it got to the point where I had, I finally had it. And I had told him If you are just going to be in and out of these boys' lives and not taking your life seriously or taking your relationship with them seriously, you need to allow them to heal. Just let let them heal. Because here these two boys are. They're, you know, they're trying to contact him. They can't get a hold of him because he's either, I guess you could say, um, to put it in a more mild sense, he is under the influence and he goes, he, you know, when he wakes up from his chemical nap, then he contacts them. And that's not fair for them. That's not fair for them to have to wait around. And, it, you know, this inconsistency is very unhealthy. And, you know, after talking to my boys, they basically said that they feel like they are not loved by their father. 
you know, he doesn't have any type of, I don't know, it's just, I, I could go on for days, but it's very frustrating. I said my piece and I had also told him, you need to call them and you need to tell them why you didn't call during my youngest's birthday. And of course, it's been about four days. He still has not called. So I've already come to an acceptance that this will never change. Even though he tells me, oh, yes, I'm, I'm trying. Okay, look. No. No. And when there's a pattern, my friends, everybody deserves a, a second chance. That's true. But, you know, we cannot wait around for people. Not that I was waiting for him. But we cannot expect people to change, especially if they don't want to. And he has no desire to change. So I was more upset with the incident that happened happened prior to that. This one, I was able to brush it off. And like I had mentioned in my previous episode, we talk about recognizing things that could make you feel de- depressed and, you know, you do something about it. Do things that make you happy. Do some self-care, things like that. Shift your mind. Actually recite some daily affirmations to yourself. Um, For me, that's helped and prayer has definitely helped. I've noticed that I have not really been as thankful, you know, like around this the last two weeks or three weeks, I've noticed that I've been very negative towards certain things, you know, because of frustration or whatever the case may be. So I did my best to really take a step back and look at and try to figure out where these negative thoughts are stemming from because I am getting triggered left and right. Um, I do believe that a lot of this happened because this stuff was going to, you know, the universe was probably telling me, Cherry, you're about to endure some stuff. So, you know, you might want to, you might want to prepare yourself. And I was able to, I meditated, I've been praying and, you know, I'm real big on, really trying to be grateful towards everything. And I know that sounds very cliche. We talk about this all the time in other episodes, but I really want to hone in and really talk about being grateful, you know, and just really understanding your life. Uh, Just um, using this as an example. So today is, you know, being that it's Sunday, we call it Sanitary Sunday. And, um, you know, as a single mom, I find that I tend to be very scattered brained because there's so much going on. I got to wear different hats. You know, I feel like an octopus sometimes trying to switch off those hats. And, you know, it seems like there's never enough time. Like I said, it's like we enter a mundane life as soon as Monday hits. So we're just like, what do we do? Well, I was actually watching a video on YouTube. I think um, her name is a girl in the world and you know she has a corgi and she has so much wonderful insight you know she talks about how she views her corgi and things like that and just she has different suggestions about how to do things and I mean I was in awe when I when I um when I watched her videos you know I was like wow it was it's so great to have you know such a soft heart you know but just you could tell she's got so much wisdom and she's gone through so much and she basically used 
the things that she's gone through as a way of obtaining that wisdom and, you know, just looking at life in such a wonderful way. And I'm about halfway there, I, I, I want to say. Certain things that she was doing, I found I was already implementing in my life. Um, you know, so just to share with you guys certain things, you know, like for the last year, I have just been living. I have just been paying bills, barely paying bills, or ba- having the cap- barely having the capability to pay bills. And, you know, it was just like a struggle, a struggle, a struggle. And I felt like I was always on the go. I was actually doing, um, you know, financial literacy business. Excuse me. Sorry, it's kind of late. So all kinds of things are happening right now. (laughs) Um, I either have to sneeze or, you know, try to clear my throat. But I apologize. So... I had no structure at all in my life because when you have to wear so many hats, it's just like the way it is being a single mom at times, I feel it's like trying to do a purge and you just don't know where to start. You know, this whole journey is a purge, you know, um, still I rise what I share with you guys right now I am going through my purge I'm going through my purge and I am barely getting everything like in compartments and understanding why those compartments are there or why those you know why those things are in the compartments and why they work that way and it's been an awesome journey I have no complaints. There were times where it was hard, but I have no complaints. I embrace every aspect of this journey. So with that being said, it's just like sometimes I feel silly because I'm like, oh, my God, I just had an ah moment and I have no idea why I didn't think about this sooner. And when I share with other people because I'm excited because I love sharing, I'd be like, oh, yeah, guess what I just found out and I'm doing this now. They're looking at me like, why the hell didn't you do that like five years ago when this problem, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, you know, I'm barely getting it now. And if you ever have that, look, don't feel stupid. You should be proud of yourself that you found that issue and now you're addressing it and now you're making changes because you want to do better. And that's how you learn. That's how you become a person. That's how you grow as a person. I feel silly, but hey, it's okay, you know, and that's why now I kind of learn not to share too much, obviously. Sometimes it's better to be a private person. Um, I, you know, I, I do apologize for those of you guys that are not really into the whole spirituality thing. So if I, you know, um, I do apologize in advance. I don't want to step on any toes and things like that, but this is, you know, what helps me and hopefully, you know, you guys can you know, take something from that. So, you know, um, as far as everything has gone, I was like, okay, you know, um, since I've moved to my new place, I've noticed that things have gotten better. Um, you know, we've had some unfortunate events during this pandemic, but I do say that, you know, we've been blessed even during these unprecedented times and these crazy times still have the capabilities of providing for my children. And, you know, I think God has been very good to me. Uh, Because as I mentioned in 
past episodes, I have had crazy financial, you know, um, issues. Not super crazy. I'm able to pay my bills. Things are not getting garnished or anything like that. But um, I noticed that, you know, I haven't been able to pay, like, for example, student loans. Everybody loves student loans. Not really. But with student loans that I've had, I've kind of been holding them off because I'm like, well, that's not a priority. The priority is I have to pay my bills. And of course, it's true. I have no regrets on that. But since this pandemic occurred, I've had a little bit of extra where I could actually start putting in. Well, I got a wake up call one day. This was about two months ago. And I realized that the interest rate on one of my student loans, and you guys are going to be face palming right now, those of you that are savvy with this, and for those of you that are not and are in the same boat as I am, please listen carefully because this could definitely be a game changer for you. I realized that the interest rate on one of my um, private loans is 12% and it's a variable loan. So basically what that means is even though it is, even though it is, um, you know, it's actually, it's a variable so it goes with the market and it actually fluctuates it fluctuates on a daily basis. And again, I apologize for the noise. My kids are actually playing video games right now. Um, it is pretty late, but... Well, it's not super late, actually. It's only 10.30. But anyways, so that means... Yes, it's fluctuating. It's going up every few days. And the interest is just eating it up. Or not eating it up, but, you know, just bringing it up. And I was like, wow, I need to pay this off. How do I do that? You know, and even for myself, being in a company that provides financial literacy, you know, there are certain things like if you don't apply it to your life, it does not really do you any service. Or, you know, it it does nothing for you. So, like I said, this is how you learn. So, aside from the material that my company has to offer and the literature, I also, you know, turn to other, you know, um, channels. I actually looked at uh, David Ramsey, Dave Ramsey, and, you know, basically it's like in order to tackle a student loan you're going to have to pay it down aggressively and uh you know always have an emergency fund of a thousand dollars everything else should go towards debt uh you know for me i've been fortunate enough to be able to pay off bill or to pay bills pay rent get a little bit of extra and then you know i'm like okay you know i i was able to save a a few extra thousand and i realized okay well what am i doing I can't just hoard this money. I need to go somewhere. I felt like I was in a rowboat that's basically just kind of, um, you know, complacent in one spot. I needed to move. And how do I do that? You need to come up with a plan. 
Um, as of right now, I love my little apartment. I love the fact that I have my own space. I love the fact that, you know, I can be myself here. I can record for you guys here and not have to live with somebody else. I love the fact that, you know, I have made this place a safe haven for me and my children. Um, and I can garden here. However, eventually I would love to own my own spot. Eventually, I would love to not have that anchor weighed on me of debt, that anchor of debt weighed on, weighing me down and preventing me from moving. I don't like that feeling. And, you know, um, as far as like little tiny goals goes, I need to set that goal for myself. So, you know, for those of you guys that are, you know, are still paying off your student loans, please look at your student loans. Because when I was paying for my student loan, I realized I was just paying the minimum amount and um, I wasn't really looking at how the loans work. And when you pay for your loans, there is an option to choose where your payments are being allocated. Because with student loans, you tend to have, you know, different loans. So, yeah, with that, you know, I was blessed enough to be able to pay a good amount on my student loan and pay for all of my bills. So, you know, uh, and one of the things that I tell myself as I'm paying the bills before it used to be like, I roll. Ugh, oh, my God. I just spent three hundred dollars. Oh, my God. All of my paycheck is going to my bills and this, this and that, you know. But now. I see things a little bit differently. I look at it as, as I pay, as, as, I'm sorry, when I pay for my groceries, lately I've been Instacarting everything or, you know, when I pay for it, I always say, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to have money in my bank to pay for these groceries. And when they're delivered, I always say, thank you, Lord, for the groceries, you know, um, Today, my boys and I went shopping, and after the final things that we put into the trunk, I thanked God again for all of that. And, you know, those are the things that we really have to look at. We have to be grateful for things. And, uh, you know, actually, while we were in Target, I'm not sharing this to gloat or anything. I'm sharing this because I want you guys to understand, you know, and read signs of, you know, what the universe is telling you, what God's telling you, you know, um, for us, we are not here, you know, um, forever. So the time that we're here, even though we are trying to rebuild and repair our lives, we also have to look, you know, be on the outs, you know, the, you know, look on the outside, look outside of our little comfort zone in our box and see what we can do for others as well. You know, give back, especially if you've been blessed. For me, my motto is if I've been blessed, I want to bless somebody else. If somebody has given me some awesome, positive energy, I want to be able to, you know, give that energy to somebody else. Pay it forward. So I have had, I don't usually mess with my cash in my wallet. I usually pay, you know, um, with a debit or what have you. I just so happen to have cash and I always believe that if you leave cash in your wallet, it's, you know, um, it's kind of like putting a, you know, like you don't want your wallet to ever be empty and no cash. 
So I had quite a few ones, tens, and fives in there. Um, I might have used my five, but I had ones and tens in there. And as my boys and I were going into Target today, I saw a man playing an accordion. And it was a sign that really got to me. It said, father with two boy or two kids um, need help paying for rent and I need help paying for groceries. And it said that he had no job, you know, and I understand during these times it's so hard. You know, I'm blessed. So I want to be able to share that with him. So it's like I dug in my wallet, told my son to give him, you know, um, some cash Actually, it's like I usually just give singles, but today I was like, you know what? Something was telling me to put a 10 in there. And I was trying to explain to my boys that, you know, it's kind of a big amount for for some people for donations. But really, you know, um, my boys and I have gone through those times where not where we were out on the street, but it was it was horrible. Like I had a hard time, you know, um. I was always overdrawn on my bank account. I, there was a time where I couldn't afford to pay for groceries because I was literally living paycheck to paycheck and I had to be careful with the amount of groceries that I bought. Uh, you know, it, it was just bad during those times. I can honestly say that it was, I was ashamed. I didn't want to tell people I was struggling, but that was the truth. I was struggling. You know, um, and it was so hard. The beginning is always hard. And, you know, when I saw that man out there, I remember those tough times. And I was trying to explain to my boys, do you remember those times when we could barely afford groceries for the week, you know? And it's like we had to ration our food. It was so tough. I hated that. And I realized, and knock on wood, you know, but I'm still very cautious with how I am with my finances and things like that and you know how we're handling food and things and I'll get into more of um all of that later but I was telling my boys you guys remember those times you know and when you guys get out of that you should be able to put a hand out and help somebody else out and pull the you know and just do what you can to help uh so with that being said I felt great Uh, I I believe that when I saw that man it was a sign from God telling me okay you know what now is the time we'll you know go ahead and give back and um, sometimes we don't really have those opportunities to do so but when you do be sure to do that it makes you feel great I I felt great afterwards and you know um I have never been in that position where I had to and most people will say, well, he's panhandling, whatever the case may be. Look, this is what I tell people. Whatever they do with that money is none of my business. What they're telling me is this. I am not trying to be taken advantage of. I'm, you know, I, I don't care about that. It's not like I'm giving him my entire, you know, income for rent. I'm just sharing what I have and hopefully, in, you know, in good faith, he'll be able to use that. It doesn't matter to me. I see somebody that needs help. I'm there, you know. Now I know I'm kind of contradicting myself because my ex-husband was asking for help. But, yo, come on, you guys. That's a whole different story, (laughs) you know. Um, And this guy didn't look like he was one of those people. But, yeah, that's, yeah. But what I'm saying is give back, okay? Don't allow yourself to get taken advantage of by the jerks that, you know, 
that you know are jerks and they're trying to take advantage of you. But help out those that, you know, that really you know or feel needed. Trust your gut feeling. So with that being said, you know, like I said, I found that it was time for me to try a few different things in my weekly life with my boys. Um, I found that after work, I'm always like, what am I going to do for dinner? And then sometimes ingredients in the refrigerator will be wasted. And I was like, I cannot keep doing this. I'm wasting money. And it's just a hot mess, you know? And sometimes I'd be like, I don't feel like cooking. Then I'll just get something to eat to go, whether it's Grubhub or whatever the case may be. So I was like, things have to change. So today I decided to meal prep. I know maybe a few of you guys are already doing that. High five, high 10 to you guys. Um, This is my first week trying it. And my rationale for actually going this route, even though we are all home and it shouldn't be a big deal, but I do believe that I could be allocating my time during the week to either relaxation or, uh, you know, because here's the thing I believe, cause I've meal prepped before when I was still married and I noticed that the cleanup was, I mean, during the week, the cleanup was not so bad. You know, there was less dishes to wash except for the containers, um, the cooking time and everything is just good. You save money because you cook everything there. Everything is already portioned. It's great. So I actually shied away from that because for the longest time for meal prepping, because I was like, I cannot do all of that. Oh my gosh. In one day. Oh, that's crazy. So today something told me to do it. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So I was able to prepare three dinners because I am on a plan right now. And actually it's like there's special meals that I eat. Um, I, I'm supposed to eat every two hours with this, the, their particular, um, I, I want, I'll just say with their particular food. And then my boys are capable of cooking. So I do have food there that they're going to have to cook which I believe is a good practice for them. You know, they're, come on guys, they're 10 and 11, so they're fully capable of cooking. I know that there's probably some moms or dads out there that are like, what, you let your child touch the stove? Here's the thing. They have to learn. And I'm a little bit old school, and when I was six, I was already like cooking. Well, microwave stuff. And then I graduated over at like 10 years old. I was making my own soups and stuff like that on the stove. So I'm going to pass that knowledge on to them. So even as I cook, I have them watch me and things like that. And so um, I've had that arranged for them. There's certain things like sandwich meats there so they can make that while they're doing their distance learning and things like that. Um, and meanwhile, I have my, um, you know, my planned food that I eat. So, um, I'm actually only eating one actual meal meal a day. So I can choose either breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, but anyways, it's just like, even with that, I'm like, oh man, how do I do this? And then it's like, I have to cook 
twice. So I have to cook a healthy, like a keto healthy meal for myself. And I also have to cook um, something for my kids because they don't want to do keto because they want, they want carbs and they want, they don't want anything healthy all the time. So today I ended up cooking some meats, some vegetables. And usually when I buy vegetables that are in a bag already prepackaged, I usually waste that because I only cook a small amount for dinner and then I'll save it. But this time I just steamed everything, put them in the containers, and then I cooked three different meats. Salmon, um, shrimp, and carne asada. And then for them, they had their white rice. I had my... Um, I had my cauliflower rice, so it's good to go for the next three days. I'm going to be good. So that basically means that, um, my boys actually like to make homemade pizza. So one of the days, probably Thursday or whatever they, whatever day they, that they choose, cause I'll be making my keto pizza as well. So whatever day they choose, we're going to make pizza night. We're going to have our pizza night and, you know, take a break from the meal planning thing. But for three nights, we don't have to worry about eating. Um, over the weekends, I'll probably cook because it's not so, you know, it's not so rush, rush. We can actually enjoy or, you know, maybe even take, um, get a, uh, you know, for me, an approved, you know, takeout or something. I'll get some in and out protein style or something like that. But, you know, those three days will definitely help. You know, so three days of not having to clean. Wow, sounds like heaven. Not having to clean dishes and things like that. Or like, you know, um, cookware. So I'm going to see how that, that plays out. Because I really do believe that I spend a lot of time in the kitchen. And I kind of half-ass it. But, you know, as I said, when you wear so many hats, you tend to overwhelm yourself. Another thing I wanted to add now, you know, there's... um. I don't know if I have friends from, um, you know, the business that also listen to this. And I just want to say in advance, I mean nothing, you know, um, spiteful about this. I still, you know, uh, I have no issues with the business that I was currently in, but I did have to take a step back. And I'll tell you guys why I had to take a step back. You know, um, actually just using this as an analogy, you know, um, I had to explain something to my son today. Because before we got some more groceries, he was cleaning the refrigerator. And every Sunday, I'm trying to make that schedule to actually go through the refrigerator. Because sometimes over the week, we would cook things and we would have some leftovers. So the leftovers are like just sitting there. Or I have some vegetables. And this is why I want a meal. (laughs) Because I have so many produce that are just kind of sitting in the back. And it's like, hello. We never used it. So I had to explain to my 10-year-old, okay, before you start putting in more bottled waters or anything new or drinks or whatever the case may be, we have to make sure that we go through everything and toss out what needs to not, or toss out what needs to be tossed out, et cetera, et cetera. So the the, um, concept behind that is this is how we should look at our lives as well. Um, you know, basically have that motto, like before you add, take a look at your life right now and see what you can handle, see what's useful, see what's not. If it's extra fluff, you need to just kind of either get rid of it or just have the priorities that you need to take care of first. And, you know, 
if you're able to pick something else up, then go ahead and, and do so. You know, if you feel that you can take that time and, you know, still be, still be present, then that's okay. But if you find that you're not even able to move, you're not able to breathe, or you're very overwhelmed because you're going to be overwhelmed anyways, you don't want to add that extra stress. And that's what I found with myself. It's like being a single mom is tough. You know, um, because you're playing mom, dad, cook, chauffeur. You know, you're doing your job as, you know, if you are working, uh, you're, you're also playing, you know, if you're doing it right No, I don't want to say right, but if you're really doing things on your own, you're the maintenance man, you're, you know, you're the, you're the cleaner, you're the maid, you're the, you're the nurse, you know, uh, all of those things. And you just have to be ready for it. So if you know that you can't handle certain things, you need to just like, you know, extracurricular stuff, like dude, just let it go for a bit. You know, revisit later on when you have everything settled. It's okay. Um, I have always put so much pressure on myself. Like, I'm like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. And I found that I was very stressed out. I was always having emotional burnouts. I was breaking down. And, um, you know, when I was kind of going through, and I hope I don't weird you guys out, when I was going through my spiritual awakening, you know, this is basically what I was... I realized that I really need to take a step back on certain things and just slow down, really put boundaries where it's needed. Like, for example, even if it's family members and you know that they're going to just mess with your groove, you know, as far as like, you know, your good vibration and things like that, then it's like you have to like, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, throw them into the dark pits of, you know what I mean, a black hole and never revisit them, but I had to set the boundaries. I had to tell myself, okay, you know, this right here is not very healthy. I need to take a step back. And sometimes even with my ex-husband, I have to do that too. You know, um, like currently, I mean, it's very tempting for me to be like, hi, I thought you were going to call your kids. Guess not. But I need to, you know, uh, it's best for me to just let that go because then if I pick that up, I'm going to just get angry. Um, you know, as far as like I was saying, my additional business, you know, I love it. However, at this time, I realized that I do have quite a bit on my plate. And if I were to completely fill up my schedule, you know, I know that I'm half-assing, you know, um, my other you know, my other like, um, commitments towards my children or my other commitments towards work or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's like, as of right now, you know, I, I need to find some kind of structure for myself and for my boys, you know, um, and then also finding a balance. So I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rambling, but hopefully this is very helpful to you guys and you guys take something from this. Uh, another thing is you need to be able to allow yourself to breathe. Like, you know, like I said, we're always so crazy with everything that's going on in life, work, kids, you know, household chores, laundry, things like that. So this week I noticed that I was so 
or last week, I was so burnt out. And I told my boyfriend, Philip, you know, I think we should go to the beach. And I noticed that my children were very confined, you know, and they were stuck, you know, um, they were kind of stuck at home playing video games, which they don't mind. But I still believe that, you know, we need to get out, get some vitamin D, um, you know, get some sun, get some sun in and get some fresh air, things like that, you know, and just let nature heal us. I mean, even for my, my dogs, when they are stuck, I mean, dude, the quarantine is actually affecting them as well. I noticed that if we do not walk them, they get very antsy. And that's how we are as people. We get antsy. And I told my boyfriend, we need to go out, you know, and I actually did some healing work on my kids because like, um, when that incident occurred with their dad, you know, they were very emotional. So I was like, okay, you know what? We did some affirmations, you know, um, we burned some sage and it was, it was very great. The next day they woke up and they were like clear headed. And so was I, so it was a very good week. Even though it was pretty draining, it was a very good week during, um, you know, all of last week. And, you know, the weekend was pretty much like the cherry on top. It was just great. And um, because of that, it transitioned over to, you know, myself wanting to take initiative to start something new that, you know, um, hopefully if we can get it on track, it'll be good for us and it'll be a much smoother week. This following week, actually, on Friday, I, you know, I have to go over to my mom's, which is kind of scary. But, you know, um, my niece is having her birthday, so we will be there. And, um, you know, I'm going to have to make a schedule for for that as well and figure out, um, you know, how I'm going to transition from the weekend to that week. So I'll probably have to plan my meal prepping ahead of time if I'm doing it. I mean, it's challenging, but we can definitely make things happen. So you guys, I wanted to share all of this with you because even though my time is actually getting cut short, but I really hope that this helped because during this time, I know that it is tough. I know that, you know, it's like we just have so much going on and I really hope that this can help you guys um, really put organize your thoughts and align yourself with you know a very good schedule that'll work out for you and your family and things like that so um, with that being said it's about to be 11 o'clock And I'm glad that I was able to record for you guys tonight. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, I'm actually starting to get a little bit tired. So I'm going to go with my gut and finally go to sleep tonight. Hopefully I'll get some sleep. So until next time, my friends, take care. Be kind to yourself. And, you know, let's get through this together. You know, I'll keep you guys posted on how this week went. Have a good night.